Welcome to the After Party, a house party rager for our characters to once again retire from the adventuring life, even though these characters really never retire from that life, uh, and take a break from everything in a house party uh, that is going on in the room next to the one that we're recording this podcast in. My name is Tanner Azanero, and while I could be joining the new worship service happening in the backyard for the, <laughs> the endless <laughs> endless euro and the life that it brings Wait, to could the you, universe could you sing a bit of a, a, a bit of one of the worship songs for us yeah you yeah. got a hymn mm-hmm. <laughs> oh taziki oh taziki Oh, slippery and sticky. Oh, does it? Oh, does it? It gets like really like orchestral and like scary. Um, <laughs> it becomes scary is all you need to say. Oh, gosh. Instead, I'm here recording this podcast. My name is Zach Stenzel. And while I could be watching Stan and alternate Stan hold up B money as a limbo stick <laughs> for Liam while uh, the Barlgura and Kirtland watch. Instead, I'm here recording a podcast. He's oh, one room over. My God. Hey, I'm Nathan Augustine, I guess. And while I could be <laughs> with both toxins um, trying to fuck <laughs> trying to what <laughs> while i could be with both toxins trying to see who can spit a loogie farther than the other i am instead in this room I- wow 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 uh, who wins i feel like it's an even race <laughs> they're they're stuck there for eternity yeah. <laughs> Sturds, that's you uh this is David, and while I could be with Elian and Leon as they continuously prank Roman and stop him from hitting on Fortune Chambers, I'm stuck here recording this podcast one room over. Wow. Uh, my name is David Beeman, and while I could be uh, sitting at the bar with both growlers while they take shots and vent about Hattie, um, <laughs> they're just sharing stories. <laughs> long ones. Yeah, long, long <laughs> stories. Long stories. Uh, instead, I am here at the table with my friends uh, talking about my favorite D&D podcast. Wow. I like how wow. we went from We're yeah, not talking about characters Napa. like actors, like taking right from the roles and now it's like no it's just them no it's just them now it makes it more chaotic um <laughs> uh, well well here we are at the end of archeo it's been a long time coming uh it's similar to you know how it feels uh kind of closing iris and everything too just because it was a campaign that we did and you know have returned to now but this definitely was one that is you know special just because i think this one archeo one kind of hit us like a ton of bricks as something that we really loved doing and especially the ending of the first uh archeo hit us like a ton of bricks in terms of what we were expecting to happen it was random (laughs) yeah it was it was great it was the it's a great example of the beauty of this game that there is an element at play that no one is really in control of but we all can be a part of um and archeo 2 and this entire story was kind of born out of that um and i'm really happy that we got to uh tell these stories um yeah i mean i think it really also just shows the 
depth of what you can do with D&D. Like, I tell people, like, oh, I'm on this, like, D&D podcast. Like, what is D&D? And I'm like, oh, it can really be whatever. In one, I'm a high schooler who gets magic. In the other, I'm a talking hippo person who was in the Navy. Yeah. Like, it truly, there is, you know... A lot that you can do with this Pretty game, limitless. and yeah. that's you know something I love and something I think Archeo really showed um, to a lot of people. Would we have ever gotten this second Archeo arc if Tox had not eaten that Auric Alchem? I don't think so. So this whole thing happened because of that one decision. Yeah, I think thanks, so. Nathan. That is amazing. you're welcome. I guess amazing. Yeah, I think and so. I, I think it was the combo of that and then the so quad crit. Just yeah. real quick, just like with that in mind, uh, Nathan, I just really want to make sure you understand that because of you, technically, <laughs> Felipe, Felipe is God. God. <laughs> yeah, you, you have done this There's, yourself. I, I, I'll make a meme about. I have a good meme to make now. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm gonna be a little quiet for. A second <laughs> you're quiet because oh, you're mourning oh man. what a story though i mean like i loved oh i mean we talked about it in the after party a little bit but like the, going back and telling you know knowing what these characters became and then jumping back in time is such an interesting thing to play out and i think it played out really well and then going back to present time but back to the past being able to change it and like this is just such a fun crew to play with it's it's so silly and limitless and like to see what we did with it and to get our big like vehicle combat like we did um and then this massive ending that felt like insane because there were so many different parts moving parts and things that we could have done in the interest of where we did things and like I don't know. It was just like, what? there are so many what ifs of like, what if we had gotten Hattie down? What if we decided to yeah. just kill all the our other crew? Like, what if we got the crew on our side? Like, you know, all these different things. And Augur had actually gotten to do anything. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I am curious about that. Yeah. Honestly, that may have been like the difference between possibly like a TPK, depending Dang. on how you handled it. Augur was not something to fuck with. I mean, he had not had an action yet. When, I, when I, I was at level four exhaustion with half hp and he hadn't had an action yet yep no he didn't get to do anything the whole yeah the whole uh yeah, he uh, foregoed his first turn because yeah. everyone and ignored him yeah and then i remember feeling so defeated after hattie got the liquid because i'm like i have used all of the best parts of my action economy with uh both my grit points and my action surge yeah. i was like dang this is super defeating to have done so much damage and then she just like wipes it all yeah. away and she was kind of close she was kind of close that's yeah. why i was like cool let's start drinking it ourselves yeah, and then like use it to HP heal left. ourselves yep. i'm glad we didn't kill any of them um i wasn't Honestly, sure I because it still feels like they you know maybe in their own way they get a happy ending together i mean i'm super glad i didn't kill uh, my alternate tox yeah. because mm -hmm. otherwise my uh, toxins whole end game would have been completely different. Um, I, I was going to ask you specifically yeah. since a lot of Archeo two kind of was born of toxins desire to see Sylvia again. And mm -hmm. I wasn't sure as a player, like, you know what your expectations were of how it all ended up. Um, but since it was kind of a, a camp, at least for me, you know, I'll say this, the ending of this campaign was something I was a little stressed out about because I just didn't have, 
too much in mind i was like sure. you know here are the pieces at play i don't know what they're going to do with them um so i'm curious to know with your specific position in the story and everything for talks like how you're feeling and everything uh, i think at the end of this i think the way it turned out for talks um is great um i am really happy with it first and foremost but um i also like uh the message that i don't know if it's like a message but like the the tone that says like even in an infinite amount of other like versions of myself like i'd still pick you yep. mm. and that's like i think like i guess true love mm -hmm. is like the yeah. thing that comes from that even though you lose her like she's still yeah like she's still like one. she's the only one yep. and even without her i wouldn't want the other ones and i think coming to that point did take a while and i think the the like solidifying moment is seeing like yourself with the other version of your true love and being like oh like that's his true love like my true love is gone mm -hmm. and then kind of going off of that and it's like the whole like um <laughs> the whole interstellar thing like love transcends time and space like we were in like some weird alternate dimension where like the universe and reality collapsed in on itself and then still in that moment it was like wait a second like was this isn't it so one thing i think uh that i didn't really kind of get to explain in um in the ending there was that i think that maybe not in every single uh happening but i think in many where sylvia would get sick i think uh felipe does kind of look out for talks in that way and kind of help keep her safe um in as many instances as he can um so that i don't think i got to explain that payoff in the um in the story at the time but sure, i will yeah. say like there isn't there should be an understanding that like in timelines where for now felipe's omnipotence and deep understanding of the universe and everything <laughs> in, homie. in timelines where she doesn't like need to die essentially um uh i think he keeps her alive and safe that's great um, and looks after her in that regard um cracks me up that you wrote that bit all the way I knew oh my he was, I knew he was I, all no, the way I, yeah uh, like why I, wouldn't he I, exactly like i had to commit to that and because it was just like how did that start? It was I in campaign. Remember. Yeah, it was in it was campaign a, one. It was, was there one. any reason? Yeah. Like, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. It's, yeah. it's I mean, he was an enemy to us to start. Yeah. Like, if we think all the way back to Archie one, like he was one of the people set to kill us. Yeah, but that's yeah. exactly the story with you guys and me. That's like, true. Yeah, it's a, it's the exact same. Well, story. You're not Felipe. Like, I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. It's that simple. But yeah. also the the parallel stories there, though, mm -hmm. of you guys were sent to kill Growler, mm -hmm. and we all became friends. Felipe was sent to kill us, and then Felipe joined our crew. Mm -hmm. We're like this amazing, like, like. But I yeah, don't know. But we didn't get betrayed like by you. <laughs> and and, then to go to Felipe. and canonically, I mean, yes, it did happen in our past, but for us as players like the event of Felipe happened before the event of Growler. Um, even though the event of Growler for the, the characters happened beforehand. I just thought it was serendipitous. I, I, I think it's also pretty funny too, because like with the alternate talks, when they were interacting and talking about Felipe mm -hmm. and the alternate talks was also like, I don't like that guy. Yeah. And, and that like established that like, every tox just kind of hates felipe for no good reason and it makes it even better yep. that like 
Felipe is now this like omnipotent God because all the other toxes have to live in a universe <laughs> where Felipe is God and, and Felipe's looking out for Sylvia and all the while every tox is still yeah. just like fuck God. And all of One of the things I loved about the dynamic of that is that like it like you said it was kind of without rhyme or reason and there were like different times where it manifested in different ways where it was like no you're just not good enough or like no I'm better friends with Stan yeah. or like you don't know what you're talking about you're new here like all this like, just various iterations of i hate this guy for different <laughs> reasons and all of those accumulate to like there will never be a any reason even saving sylvia giving you one less chance to talk to him and saving the universe as we know it is just like nope i hate still i still hate the guy yeah no <laughs> he doesn't deserve it also also quick quick it. uh how do you spell oracalcum oh R I. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pausing the show for this. Uh, Fair. Sorry. Go again. O R I. Yeah. C H A L C U M. What'd you spell just now at the end there? Come. I spelled come. <laughs> sorry, you spelled what? Come. What? Come. Sorry, I can't hear you. Sticky and slippery. Oh gosh, I quit. Anyway, that's, <laughs> I that's quit. The that's it. Fact oh, that no. instilled a new god <laughs> for this universe specifically. I, I don't think. I don't think the over arc. Well, okay. Okay, this is a good segue, actually. Um, I think my comment. Augur my comment about Augur and Clinker Dagger both yes. being fish, um, and you being like Iron Hands or that. Uh, it's now. interesting because like the way you kept describing Augur and then Felipe is that like this God is omnipotent and like has bearing on this specific universe. But like Augur also said that they like created multiple universes. So Augur I'm, is not from nor tied to the Archeo universe. Okay. So he chose the Archeo universe. Yes, he, so he just chose it. Okay. Yep. So in that case, yes, I would like to know more if clinker dagger and Augur are related in any sort of regard. I don't think I can answer that. Well, God, he mentioned remember in the, I mean, in this prior after cousins, party, you said, yeah. I need you guys to ask me questions. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah, we, I mean, we're still so, at a point where you can bring up stuff like that. Like that. I, Listen, you I, <laughs> I think it'll matter later, maybe. Yeah. And well, that's why he's not telling us. I want to I know what how it similar it is to Doorbusters in which, you know, we have established this new God for this one universe. In Doorbusters, we established... A, I mean, a new world order there, but is that for multi-universal Christmas planet, or is that just that universe's Christmas planet? Um, uh, what? <laughs> okay, so here, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so <laughs> figure out your here, own. No, more, I, so I here, know, no, so I know. in this, in the Archeo yes, universe, yeah. we have established a new deity. Yes. Mm-hmm. In. Doorbusters, you established a new leader of that specific happening within a universe. Okay. However, you also know that that is the only Santa Claus amongst like the multiverse. Okay. There That's only is what I wanted okay. to know. I wanted to know if, yeah, you do if know Santa that. Claus planet affected multiple universes versus 
us establishing Felipe only affects this universe. Um, yeah, that we know. You are correct in 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 those words. Great, yes. cool. That's what I want. Felipe wanted to know. Felipe became the deity of the Archeo universe and all happenings with so it. So now I want to know. So, does that mean the same people who were after Augier will now be after Felipe? You have no idea. Oh, you rude! You don't know who's after Augier. I know. So, so was after Augur came from outside this universe, but is the god of this universe. So each universe has one god, so, but that god so is not directly tied to that universe. I think you're putting too much onto it. Augur was a deity who who decided to hide in the Archeo universe. Okay. Uh, I want. So where does Subaru guy come into play with all this? <laughs> Subaru he travels the multiverse. Brought, yeah, Larry, yeah. yeah, travels the multiverse. Uh, just the multiverses within this universe, though. No, no. So, he travels universes. Universes, yes. yeah. That's how so he he's got like, from he's a deity because nope. the deities can travel no. universes. Other beings. He's, can he's a gith yonki. He's a gith zarai. Oh, sorry, he's a gith zarai. He has the power to trans. He do multi multi universal travel. That's it's its own separate entity of the gifts or I gift Yankee friends. If you don't remember it, go listen to uh, doorbusters again. I do. Anyways. I will say really quick audience. I'm really sorry that this is starting to turn into a fucking MCU headache thing. I'm glad, Just, that you know, we you... came up with this first. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were no, first. Okay. But for real though, I, I do have an issue and it's because I grew up on kingdom hearts and where <laughs> God. You know, Namira has to make everything this canon. I got to do the same thing. Um, it's just I can't believe you just can paired from a young fables to kingdom hearts. Um, wow. No, no, my writing style. Okay. Oh, my so writing style. I mean, it's in a lot of things, and it is um, a thing, yeah, but yeah. it's. Okay, also I have no. I have another god <laughs> question. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Augier said that he was like, or at least the way that um, the flaming the flamingo described him, like, is you know, kind of like a pe- like gods are like children to him. Like he's this kind of original creation sort of. Is that like a Titans and so Greek, I keep, Greek Titans, Greek gods sort of scenario? Yes, I keep calling right. Augur a god, a deity, because there's no better word. A titan. The title that I that was said about Augur was an aspect of creation. That is Augur's like official title. So, so he had the power to create universes. Mm-hmm. And then one day just got old and stopped because someone was chasing him. You don't know. Fuck you. I mean, someone was obviously trying to harm Augur. So, and we did it. And I, well, they were hiding in the Archeo universe. Wait, so whoever was trying to hurt or kill Augur should be thanking. Well, no, the Archeo crew is stronger than them. Because Maybe. we succeeded. You also don't know the context. You also, I will we say, you hunted a wounded animal. Yeah, you you get you do get the context that this yeah, thing but we're still had pretty strong. Like all of its legs broken and <laughs> was dying on the ground. Yeah, and you still like, did it anyway. Killed it. Yeah, but I loosened it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, though that is nuts. Of like, if this thing is greater than deities, more original, was able to create universes, potentially create deities themselves, and. Yes, they were so old and infinite that they would have kept going like that. But we had the power to stop that. I and just like smacked insane. it with my stick. Like that's yeah. crazy. I shot it with a Tommy gun. That's insane. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of things were at play in um, Archeo Two uh, in regards to multiverse stuff. Obviously, with Larry and you know the happen different travels of you know the happenings. Um, is the Necroverse its own universe? Yes, you do know mm-hmm. that. Okay. Yes, the Necroverse is its own universe. So Augur, Larry, 
they all can traverse through universes, including the Necroverse. Um, you are starting to tiptoe into the range of this thing that I've been talking about, where if you make the connection, I can talk about it finally. Okay, I well, I'm getting there. So um, throw me a bone. Um, I'm does Augier have anything to do with the Mind Flayers? Um, no, but you are also still further tiptoeing even further. You're getting warmer for sure. Are the Mind Flayers from the Necroverse? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yes. We're getting somewhere. Here we so go. that means Tiamat and the Mind Flayers are connected in some way. Possibly. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, off mic so I don't look like a complete idiot because I'm bad at listening. It's fine. Mind Flayers are from Doorbusters. I literally just. I listened listened through it one time like a year ago. I listened to Doorbusters this weekend. Were they the Um, the snowmen? No. No. We never saw them. So basically. When we, because you said gift, no, here, so, I don't know. I, don't I do want to have that this conversation either. on mic, really. Oh, okay. okay, great. I, I do want to have this, this conversation. I got on okay, mic. Just so back this. on mic, audience. Yeah, yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, in Doorbusters, Bill Winkle, our good manager, okay, explains to us that um, there were two factions: the Gith Yankee and the Gith Sarai. Or at one point, they were all just under Gith, right? And so then. Through, Did they make the shoppers go crazy? No. Um, kind of. <laughs> so the Gith Yankee wanted... Were, uh, portals were opened and Mind Flayers came in to hunt them. The Gith Yankee wanted to then open portals and go get the Mind Flayers, but were unable to do so or are trying to do that. And so they're trying to open more of those portals. That's where people going crazy came in. Because that is how you could open more of those portals. Okay. The Gith Zarai are trying to stop the Gith Yankee. Bill Winkle, our good manager, was part of that group, and his dad is Larry in the Subaru. Okay. You are you are exactly correct on everything. Let's go. Wait, um, so how so how did the the portal with Verge and all that get opened then? So let me do some explaining here. Yes. That you guys have finally talked about the thing that um, uh, I can now talk about it. Great. <laughs> the the Necroverse has been like a part of every single campaign thus far, except for Evergreen. But technically, it's still part right. of that story in Iris. It's Um And Spyros. Wait, wait, hold the phone. I am what? So, no, so sorry. When I speak not, about oh, this, yeah, when yeah. I speak about this, I'm talking about my campaigns. Um, oh, Nathan okay. is in charge of anything. I'm, to I do misunder with this. when you said yeah. Spyros. Yeah. I heard it differently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so this has nothing to do with Spyros. Anytime I talk about like overarching multiverse lore, assume that it does not affect Spyros unless Nathan confirms so. Um, so. That's all up to Nathan. Um, hey. Is Felipe God in Spyros? Um, <laughs> so, Felipe doesn't exist. <laughs> Zach is exactly correct that the Gith Yonki and the Gith Zarai separated from two groups where they were essentially being held hostage and enslaved by mind flayers who were pouring in out, the Necroverse. Who, no, who were pouring out from the Necroverse. Okay. Um, the Gith, uh, as a people overall, basically freed themselves, and the Gith Yonki became the group who were like, we are going to get revenge on these fuckers, and we're going to find out a way into the Necroverse, and we're going to go, you know, 
destroy essentially the entire universe and rip it apart. And the Githzerai were basically like, hey, we have freedom and peace now, so maybe let's not do that. Um, let's leave. They're kind of at odds with each other, but it's more like they're just connected by the, the fact that they are people and sometimes skirmishes get involved. Um, but the Githzerai basically try and stop the Githyanki from ripping open holes into the Necroverse. You also know from Doorbusters that you cannot, they are opening holes from the Necroverse. They are trying to go to the Necroverse. They have been unsuccessful this entire time. Mind flayers are from the Necroverse. This amazing is, this that's is what, what we learned. just pieced together in doorbusters when everything opened up i've described the same red portals and everything uh -huh. in doorbusters in iris and in archeo somebody tell me where the necroverse shows up in archeo one in the red uh portal in atlantis yep yep yes so um, because also Dracos turns into, into a, a mind flare from he does Necroverse, yes. from Necroverse magic. Um, oh, yep. but it, it, oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and the Oracalcum basically was keeping that hole sealed. Uh. Oracalcum is essentially. A geode. No. Yep. No. Yeah, because it's a world Absolutely with very little not. magic, and this is stuff that can give magic no, no, powers. No, no, no. That's why I asked if the energy cube was similar to Oracle, because like, if it's the same, then we yeah. are getting consistent magical sources just in different formats, because we had... Yeah, never mind. I can keep doing that train. If the Evergreen Squad ate... <laughs> The Geo. You wouldn't need to because yeah. Evergreen uh, your already Evergreen has characters the power are of magic beings. Oh, but could they just do it anyway? <laughs> the, yeah, the, you just drop on the power. Of, it of would literally geos. just be like them eating a rock. Yeah. Wait, then why did we teleport? When because we because, because in magic. the Archeo world, the, that is the only tiny source of magic. That's why all of us are martial. We like it is a real world with you no magic. Magic creatures oh, except other for Tox, who gets turned into mm. a magical creature out of like out of sheer just luck so is wait a second is tox still magical yep. oh shit mm -hmm. tox is a magic being now he's like the, the only, only one, one probably in the entire universe <laughs> and felipe that, that just one single <laughs> i'm not joking and I'm felipe i guess yeah felipe now too but he kind of transcends that yeah. but yeah no oracalcum it acts the same as geodes because it is huh. you're exactly right zach it is very rare I love piecing together this very this so rare good. in this universe this is also another version of earth right so like right. because magic is super rare only the atlanteans had it so like um they weren't magic beings because they've been so separated from you know or a being like essentially used more in society and out into the world and everything but um uh, your guys' characters weren't magic. No one was mm -hmm. magic in this like Earth adjacent world. So that's why the Oracalcum was the only source of magic, mm -hmm. similar to how mm -hmm. geodes were the source of magic in Iris and in Doorbusters. Also, another Earth like mm -hmm. version of Earth. Oh, this is this is the end of like the Earth. Uh, uh, Arc two is the beginning of what I have been referring to you guys as the astral arc. Um, mm -hmm. Chapter of Iris has been the end of the Earth arc. Oh, I thought Archeo two was Archeo two is actually the beginning of uh, oh, the astral arc. My bad. Um, it's kind of the transition. 
um because you guys leave your happening and go to another one that's yep. true um, i want to get back to that at some point <laughs> um but in doorbusters you guys gain magic when holes to the necroverse are opened up and yeah. everything basically starts falling apart and there's no rules anymore so that is how all of our campaigns thus far have a relation to the necroverse Dang. and how magic works the same in these mm. universes thus far. And so didn't we are can go ahead. Didn't we kill the leader of the necroverse though? You do not know that. Well, but we killed, well, we killed what they considered iris. a god. That doesn't mean there aren't more. Also, when did you guys see mind flayers in Iris? But yeah, no, but we didn't, but we killed Tiamat. Tiamat. Mm-hmm. And right, isn't yeah. he like the god of the necroverse definitely in a big eyes uh yeah don't know yeah so Bruce who would who wrong. would win in a street fight <laughs> tiamat or felipe <laughs> <laughs> like for real like no uh, one's part. tiamat but if, only if it, in a fair in fight, a fight. <laughs> if it's prison <laughs> rules i'm taking felipe, felipe every day <laughs> <laughs> um so just to confirm archeo <laughs> Doorbusters and Evergreen Iris are all three separate universes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Cool. In yep. the multiverse. Why didn't Larry show up in Evergreen or Iris? What he there no he had reason, no reason yeah. to, yeah. But he had no reason to be an Archeo. Uh you don't know. I mean I can't like just can't give, give you these answers, yeah. I mean it was the quad crit and swallowing the Oric Alcum that like led him to that astral talks got lost in the multiverse and happened to run into larry wild mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we got lost and just hurtled through space and for an larry hour and a half. was in the christmas campaign yep because his son because was his in trouble son was okay gotcha and, so and, does that mean oliver hoff is also gonna meet larry because isn't he Oliver Hoff is only traversing stuff? happenings within his own universe he hasn't but been larry able to can travel through universes larry yeah. can happenings yeah Wait, I thought he could travel through universes. He can't. So Larry oh, okay. can travel through universes. If you can travel to different universes, yeah. right. you can pick the jumping yeah. point into which happening into each universe. Larry can do to. both. Oliver, uh, can, Oliver do can do one. Oliver's contained to the confines of his single universe. His sandwich. While Larry can. Larry's in the whole anything. deli. Yeah. Yep. Wait, so, but, but, but Clinker Dagger can travel universes. Clinker Dagger. Um. I cannot answer that question. I and, well, so cl- we we've seen Clinker Dagger travel through happenings. We didn't see him travel through universes. But Augur could travel through universes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. but they're both fish. So I mean, that's the connection clearly we're trying in this canon. Man. So fish can Oliver travel universes. is on the way to traveling the, universes. The other <laughs> thing, the other thing that you learned from Archeo Two was the name of, as we talked about in our bathroom break. You just go to our Patreon. Um, uh, the name of the like metallic robot thing that Kurt mm. found yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as the creator of Clinker Dagger's prison. You now know that the name of that being is Stopwatch. Stop. Oh yes. yeah. Okay. Hang on one sec. I'm going to get up and go back to the party. I'm going to go find Oliver and Clinker Dagger and, <laughs> and ask if Clinker Dagger knows anything. About we can't Augur. get out of this room. Nope, the uh, door's, door's locked. locked. Yeah. <laughs> the door's locked. Brian's still under the floor. Yeah, you can't. Get, <laughs> oh, no! you can't. Brian is still under the floor. Brian, what do you think of all of this? He does not answer. Ah, oh, dang it. He's just listening. I kick him. And writing quiz questions. Yes. That's dang. all he's doing. Wow. Finally, if you, we, we have finally now touched on it. <laughs> Archeo oh. was cool, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's talk about Archeo a little I more specifically. I, I would just... It. 
go ahead so no you go i would just I, the only thing literally the only thing i was going to say is like i the thing that made me happiest even more so than felipe literally becoming god uh i've just been really glad that growler and nega growler like were cool in the end like mm-hmm. the fact that connection happened made me really really happy yeah because that's I, what growler mm, wanted from the start think, he's like let's all find it together i think you're the only person who could have accomplished that one. i know, oh, I, know. So. I mean because like stands like i mean toxic and non-toxic trait is his loyalty to the boss um and so with Was hattie being hattie yeah oh, that's awful yeah it that's really toxic. is in archeo 2 he calls hattie the boss yeah that's yeah evil. truly the worst timeline <laughs> the worst happening are ones where uh stan is just part of anything other than the navy or ones where hattie is the boss darkest timeline truly yep Elliot just wants to prove himself against himself. <laughs> yeah, I felt like you, like Growler, was going to be friends with himself, and Elian was either going to kill or like marry himself. <laughs> like it was very much like you're so handsome, but I'm Both. going to kill you. It's very Mister and Mister Smith. Yeah. <laughs> that was yes, good. That was good. Too. Also, again, I want to go on record to just say I'm sorry for the impressions. I'm sorry. I did my best. Don't apologize. Um, I actually truthfully, I will say it again. I think that they were really good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got the energy right. Yeah, least, no, I, I agree. Know, I agree. You really captured the personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I want to come back to that wish, though, because anytime you give us a wish, I'm like, what a kid, What else could we have done? What did you expect? Yeah. I had no idea. The easy answer would have been set all the timelines back and mm-hmm. you would have said goodbye to Felipe also, like <gasps> again, because Felipe would have stayed Shit, in this can we go timeline. back? <laughs> I was going to make all that was going to be the normal thing and then he was like make felipe a god and i was like make felipe a what um, <laughs> that's funny because i was well, yeah. like let, i'll make all of us a god right, well Let's, i was thinking as like a crew do this together i was thinking like stan will that's stay behind adventure. and be like he'll be the one who like kind of holds the timelines together but then he's like wait no stan like my my thought is zach was like no stan's loyalty is to the group staying together and as much as he loves felipe so you admit that felipe is not part of the group he was not an original member of the Ooh, group. Oh, that's crazy. You got it. I'm a next level hater. I wake up being this way. <laughs> like you, you did you hate wake up like Felipe this? probably as much <laughs> as I love Felipe. Um, and so it all balances out. Yeah, and that's another thing as I, I, yeah, stands like, blind love for Felipe was a nice like um, mm-hmm. counterbalance to toxins blind hatred because it also like it made Stan be like attentive to Felipe but he also was trying to do it in a way that wouldn't piss tox off because he loves tox too you know who never once I felt like truly shared their feelings about Felipe Elian. Oh yeah, that is. True. I feel like you. You very feel rarely like he waited have on Felipe. About Felipe. How Elian, does, how does Elian truly feel about Felipe? He's totally indifferent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, there yeah. were multiple times where I was like, "Let's use him." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I looked at Tox and I was like, "I'm with you. Let's fucking like use this guy to mm. our benefit, or tell him to fuck." Yeah. He like doesn't bother you, but you're also like, I mean, yeah, he could die yeah. for us. That's and that's fine. that's why like, you were down drink. to have him jump in. Yeah. yeah, I was like, let's have yeah. him drink. And that's why I specifically 
was like, okay, you know, like I, cause Stan may be dumb, but he can at least recognize how much Tox hates Felipe. But he's like, <laughs> what if we give Felipe kind of like this higher purpose, knowing that if Felipe becomes a God, he can come visit me whenever he wants, you know, that'll kind of put the opus of responsibility back on Felipe. And it's a uh, kind of that idea of, if you love something, let it go mm-hmm. where it was like, I would love to have Felipe by my side 24 seven. Um, <laughs> But knowing that like we can fix everything and Felipe gets to be like the most powerful being in the universe is like such a comforting thought for Stan. Yeah, I feel like weird. I think I think you touched on one of the bigger themes of Archeo 2 is if you love something, let it go, you know, between Sylvia and between, you know, Felipe in that regard um, and, and myself and yeah, well, weirdly <laughs> like, yeah weirdly just hope he's doing good in in your decision and in the wrap-up you made everything better for yourselves across every timeline and that was the exemplification of never give up adventure forever Mm -hmm. because sure you know the you know you're gonna die one day and people are gonna die one day in your timeline but now you you guys know the full breadth of the universe and the fact that times don't matter between happenings and there's different happenings happening at different times and things all across the multiverse you know that it never actually ends for you I that's a- why i wanted all of us to be god yeah elian was only an adrenaline company and he was like an adrenaline junkie and he was like guys the only way we go bigger is if we become god and <laughs> and do some wild shit i just had a <laughs> terrible thought mm-hmm because I was thinking about Stan's tattoo of Felipe and then I was like, Oh, it's like when people get like a tattoo of a cross with the like universes, one so be of a, a euro, one, one thing, of a cross. one thing <laughs> people are wearing, like, still exists. No, people, it's like people are wearing like Euro right? necklaces. One thing um, <laughs> that I really love about this is the fact that it is set in like earth. Yeah. And essentially like normal earth really uh, for the most part. So there are all of the, faiths and everything <laughs> there's 911 still yeah like, okay. <laughs> all right i actually what? i actually like <laughs> I, was gonna, I, I, I did i did want to ask cuz 911 no, no, i, I did want to ask don't ask is that so don't so, ask. so if if Hugh oh, no. if Hugh goes to New York City, oh, what does no. he find? Oh no! <laughs> is it one tower or two, Tanner? Is it one tower or two? One, Jesus Christ! So that means nine eleven happened. Yeah, God, of course. I'm not gonna like what, leave me alone. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Because you know who's not gonna get in trouble for asking the questions? You guys. But I'm gonna get in trouble for answering or not answering. So is there is there a happening that Oliver travels to to like Oliver? Okay. <laughs> Oliver saves the twin towers. It it goes back to Stan's comment about like you guys are like someone's gonna save the Oppenheimer. Yeah, that's why Sam was like, you know, that's gonna be important in a few years. And Stan's like, not if I can help it. Stan's trying to stop World War Two. That doesn't stop World War Two. It just stops the bombing of Nagasaki and Hiroshima. If anything, it might make it actually maybe worse. (laughs) Maybe it depends on what side of history. Maybe there's actually a lot of information about that, and I don't want to say. How did we get? How did we get to both World War II and 9/11? We're a D&D podcast. We do not need to 
give our opinions on this stuff. Anyways, thank you for making me talk about that. Never forget. Um, okay. So what was good it Lord. about an insurrection in Iris? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my wow, god! Wow, that's a really good point. Anyways, <laughs> my point was going to be is that <sighs> you guys are the only people who are aware that the actual god of the universe is an endless burrito. <laughs> and endless so, euro. And are, you are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? First, first nine eleven, and now this. I think it's. This. I think it's. That's like the third or fourth time it I've is. done this. Yeah, you have said um, burrito. I know. I've said it a lot. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's, it's because, because I think it's because if I had a choice. That's oh man, you just went the wrong direction, but <laughs> at least today, like saying that today, that's pretty. Ooh. Anyway, I, I did, I did actually, um, on like a more serious note, I did want to pause the Archeo conversation to talk about this whole burrito versus euro thing. <laughs> okay. Do you actually think that burritos are superior? Well, yes. Look, I'm not, I'm not causing a fight. I'm not necessarily even disagreeing. I just want you to defend yourself. <laughs> Your honor, my client states. Let me think. <laughs> I feel like I have had more consistently good burritos than I have had consistently good euros. I will, but, I will but, agree. But when I've had a good euro, I will take that over. I will also posit time. that you've probably had an abundance more of burritos than you have yeah, euros. Yeah, also, I'll say that's true as well. Yeah for sure yeah but even so you have less euros and less of them are good that's, that's a bad true. sign yeah no, that is true like, that's all, yeah, yeah that's all right. not good so just for zach nathan and i real quick smokehouse or los like you can only pick one. Oh, oh shit. Well, smokehouse is already exist. gone i, I know i know i'm saying in, in like anymore. a universe where like to all you, you only nights out yeah, there in a universe where you only really get to like pick one to have because for me, it's Smokehouse all day long. Really? Like, like all day long, it's Smokehouse. Despite everything, I think I go Los. I understand. Los, I, Los was open till 3 a.m. That's fair. That's yeah. true. I'll say this. I actually have, I think in my life, I've been to Smokehouse more. Um, hmm. I think yeah. I'd have to choose Smokehouse. Yep. Dang. Yeah. I, I okay, but here is the real question. Smokehouse or King Solomon? Smokehouse. I, look, this is I'm all super only, relevant I'm to everyone listening. Yeah, absolutely. Who thought that King Solomon's was mid? I need you to take that back <laughs> right now. Okay, I'm going to get us back on the Archeo conversation <laughs> before I lose two cast members and friends. Okay. All right. I'm sorry I said endless burrito. I'm sorry I said endless burrito. Hurt. Endless euro. I just think it's really funny that a bunch of people on Earth, like I imagine Earth right here, right now, and everybody's all arguing and who's right and what faith or whatever, and at the center of it all is an endless euro. That to me is really, really funny. Why do you, why do you think that the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster That's, exists? No, literally, I was about to say it's like that. <laughs> Wait, are yeah. you saying they're right? <laughs> Are you saying they're wrong? <laughs> oh, look, man. I love spaghetti. <laughs> Good point. You know what? Yeah, they're right. I also love spaghetti. Oh, uh, more of man. a fettuccine guy. Wow. I feel like this is the most not about the campaign. But this is the this essence of Archeo. Yeah, this yeah, is very true. Archeo. But that's I gotta say, true. like, Archeo was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is like a, a real archaeo thing. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, something I've had in the chamber for for the after party. I, I like the tone of archaeo. Mm -hmm. It was consistently like excellent. Mm -hmm. Like oh, there wow. was enough yeah. like really 
high stakes and intense and thrilling. There was just as much of that as there was like ridiculous, stupid humor callbacks like repeating inside jokes and stuff i feel archeo i said this last campaign and i think we really you know continued it this time as well i think archeo really is just like hit a special spot for all of us to like flex our muscles in the best way that we can and really was just like here's like the the most that we can play DD. Like I'm playing I'm playing D D in the most way that I can. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Ball. Yeah, no fuck, fuck it, it we ball. ball. Yeah. Yeah, for real. I can't believe weirdly that like really sums it up. But like <laughs> even as players and storytellers, mm-hmm. fuck it we ball. I mean, sure. yeah, because like we Drink didn't you know, with a with a longer form campaign I mean longer, but, but like a, a full campaign or something with that more serious tone, like you think about your decisions more. You think think about like you know how everything's going to affect things in the future and with this it really was just living in the moment and like making the decision that was the funniest or you know saying the thing that was the funniest even if we thought like you know this is a bad idea so like you know something could have gone terribly wrong but like you know Stan's still gonna lick the membrane like (laughs) yeah I think that's where you get the funniest moments because like I don't know I I feel a lot more freedom when I play sillier campaigns you know what I mean like Spyros and Archeo both for me, I just like the goal for me is just to be goofy and have fun. Yeah. Um, I, I loved evergreen and Iris, but for different reasons, Mm -hmm. but there was a lot more pressure, um, as like a player, like, Oh, I have to really think before I speak, Mm -hmm. you know, I like, this is like a serious situation. I, you know, you can't just blurt out the first stupid thing that comes to your mind, which even that wasn't always the case. Mm -hmm. The, the Archeo crew would have gone into the council meeting high off of black tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Probably. Absolute facts. Evergreen boys never would have fucking gone to the Bermuda triangle. Yep. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and I mean, if they had to for noble reasons and stuff, but they would have gone in with a plan instead of we're on our way. Rowanna going to the, Uh, (laughs) I guess Rowanna maybe lives there. I I don't know. She could. I don't know. She could. Um, yeah, I think, you know, Archeo is a special little spot where we just kind of get to really just go all at, um, D and D and, you know, enjoy high stakes but also know that it's okay to jump off the cliff without a bungee cable like you know i think that combination of things with archeo and with the kind of indiana jones inspired setting makes it really special lightning in a bottle yeah. for sure yeah for absolutely 100 sure. um yeah and i'm really excited you know to to do like I've kind of talked about it, you know, earlier in the conversation, how this uh, is kind of the beginning of a new arc of, of stories and everything. And I want to, you know, move away from earth based stories um, and start to go, you know, even wackier and more out there with our settings. And I'm really excited for um, uh, our next uh, next week when we start the Halloween campaign oh. and how wildly different that is going to be. Also, we're in in real time. We're recording that next week, too, which <laughs> oh, is yeah. crazy. That is crazy. Um, uh, uh, so, which is super exciting, um, and just how different that's going to be. And yeah, uh, you know, putting the clothes on Iris and Archeo kind of back to back like this really, you know, is really satisfying and really makes it feel like cool. I'm so looking forward to 
the new stuff to come uh, and how, you know, just different it's going to be and how we can kind of like, okay, we feel really good about the stuff that we've done and the foundation we've built. And it almost feels like starting a new, mm. you know, e even though we, we usually do shorter campaigns and everything and they're all different and all that way going into this new uh, arc um, for our uh, campaigns and all that really feels like we just get to, you know, go find out new skills and, and ways to play that we enjoy. It's just going to be weird. Cause like we've had both the mini campaign and the long form for us. Mm -hmm. And then we have Spyros, which is it's obviously Spyros will continue to go yeah, until forever. Nathan, it'll never end. No, it'll never end. It's forever. Uh, Don't take that from me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's heavy. Outside of doorbusters, outside of doorbusters, like we've had a mini campaign. We've only had one mini campaign technically that was Archeo twice and then one long form campaign. That's probably not going to happen again from what, yeah. as far as you have indicated, like, we're never we're like we're gonna finish campaign three and then we're gonna be like cool so what's the second part of campaign three there <laughs> isn't one we're never gonna see halloween again oh i think that is a really good point actually is that i think um sequel campaigns or uh, at least for going into this next arc that is not my plan um but it also wasn't your plan it wasn't for my plan. I was to say with, the caveat, to say that, yeah. with the caveat of it wasn't my plan for archeo um and at the same time too i do think it is different going from you know where archeo was kind of at the beginning of us doing the podcast it was only the second campaign mm -hmm. that we never recorded you know i was still learning and figuring things out and in a different way now going into this arc i feel more like I have a good grasp on planning and stuff moving forward for how, however this arc will go can affect things, you know, going down the road. So I, I I've kind of thought about that too. Also of just like, you know, I think these are going to be kind of the few with a couple exceptions, a, a couple exceptions to come in the future. Maybe, um, maybe of, of you know, maybe. campaigns that have sequel campaigns and that sort of thing. And Iris and Evergreen for sure. Like in terms of main campaigns, I don't, I don't see main campaigns having like until we hit, uh, until we yeah. hit battle world and every character comes back in an after party style fight <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that is always going to be, you know, fun stuff on the side like that is we're always going to revisit them. Um, I still really miss playing the evergreen iris folks yeah I well still, we're I still gonna really, get to do it for live shows yeah. like if, also if anybody's listening and like wants us to come do a live show wherever you're at i'm not fucking kidding <laughs> email me hit me up um it may not be possible right now but uh if if someone is like wants to make that happen or at least wants us there wherever you're at tell us we we'll at try. the very least would love to know and if we can make it work we'll make it work um i'm actually not sure where this release is going to be in regard to our uh, live show in nashville that we're doing in july um Woo. which would be in the past at this point um but uh yeah we get to do live shows in nashville um every now and then and that's really fun and we like to do the iris evergreen characters so we will get to re-explore you know our favorites and mm -hmm. everything um but it's also nice to you know give them that like yeah. solid that solid ending and all that and i know it would be so much fun to do an archeo live show oh my gosh it, i've thought about that like <laughs> please, it would be really fun please. to do like it'd be yeah it's it's one of those things where you got to find yeah. a balance of yeah. like okay just, I, just like people pick, want the iris you know just pick a treasure 
and make that just like a super short little adventure yeah. for us. I know I'm I'm down yeah. for that too. Uh, we have we have so many options. Like we can really do whatever we like. I really would love to do a Spyros live show. Yeah. Also, yeah. Fun. Um, yeah, we have you, you know it's it's really cool to be like we have this really solid foundation of things that we love that people also love and enjoy and we we appreciate them you know loving and enjoying them for us to be able to do whatever we want with them. Mm-hmm. So hit us up, book us in your hometown. We do birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs. He's not joking. Yeah. Rodeos. We will, yeah. we will 100% do a D&D live show at your local rodeo. 100%. We yeah. will do that. Like, no, no, I'm not joking. Like, yeah. If you want to hire us, if you want to hire us, 100% we'll be there. If you were like, Hey, we just would like you in this town. You know, how can we help facilitate that? Hit us up. Yeah. Um, also, it, hire us is like a super like loose term. Like, yeah. if you if you feed us, we'll probably show up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we do have responsibilities and stuff we have to take care of. So as long as we can make it feasible for us as yeah. a group, like Tanner, we're down to just do more. It's food. I, hey, I'm I'm 27 years old. I don't want. And you don't need food. food? <laughs> Maslow's heart hierarchy of I, needs. I, you, I have no shame. No, I have I, no shame when I, I say my photosynthesis. I have done a lot more for a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, well, I think on that note we end it. <laughs> a lot of food talk. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot, lot of, of food, food talk. Yeah, burritos, hey, euros, spaghetti. Yeah. You mentioned high stakes. Yeah. <laughs> delicious those steaks are high whoa dude i'm a steak i got turned into a steak that's the funniest shit i've ever seen thanks humans don't exist in the archeo universe but i would love to is not high enough to understand foes and fables that joke was way i want to play a campaign where we're in a grocery store and tomiford's a steak Steak of bird, dude. Steak of bird. Now I don't want it. No, he's a tomahawk steak, dude. Yeah, come on. Tomahawk steak. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We're going to record that right now. If you enjoyed this podcast, yeah, we got to get going. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five star review. No cap, though. I'm. I'm actually like starving. <laughs> I'm really hungry. If you so tell podcast, us about that free meal, please folks. Please leave us a five star review on your favorite listening platform. Share us with your friends. Join the Discord to join in conversations with other fans and friends of the show and join our Patreon to get more bonus content. That value for the Patreon just continues to grow and grow and grow with every passing week. And we really appreciate you guys. We really appreciate you giving us giving us the opportunity to tell these stories and complete these stories as well. And we're so excited next week to begin. The Halloween campaign, a war of tricks and treats. We'll see you then. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.